This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. And this is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is coming to you from the 11th annual JMI Small Business Leadership Conference in beautiful Kissimmee at the incredible JW Marriott uh, Resort. Uh, the incredible gathering of small business owners, operators. Uh, got all kinds of very powerful and valuable presentations uh, being uh, being given here at JMI. This is uh, Small Biz Florida's third uh, trip to JMI, so it really has been uh, an incredible experience and partnership uh, with Melissa Roberts and her team uh, at JMI. And uh, it's nice to be part of this event because it is such a such a, a an important event for small business owners and operators across the state of Florida. Uh, as uh, those who tune in know that uh, lots of times and when we take Small Biz Florida on the road, uh, as we are today, we've got with us our co-host, uh, Dr. Herbert Ricardo, uh, who is a standout business school professor at Indian River State College. So again, uh, Dr. Ricardo, thank you for co-hosting uh, with us this week at uh, JMI. Tom, thanks so much. It's the second time I've been here, and it's just absolutely a great time being here. Yep, it's, it's a great, great conference. Yep. Uh, we've got with us now uh, one of those uh, very uh, valuable uh, small business assistance resources and programs. Uh, they are also serving as co-host of this year's 11th Annual Small Business Leadership Conference. We've got with us uh, Mr. Joe Gray and Brian Cunningham. Uh, who work with the National Development Council in D.C. Gentlemen, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Tom. Uh, Joe, you serve as uh, Senior Director for NDC, and um, Brian, you serve as Relationship Manager for, for Florida, for NDC. Did I get all that right? Yes, yeah. All right, nice. Um, so, as always, we like to just start uh, with a little bit of background from both of you gentlemen, kind of your pathway uh, to NDC. Well, uh, I've, I've been in this business, Tom, for about 40 years uh, doing community. You, you can't. So when would you start? <laughs> <laughs> On my 12th birthday. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I, I've always had a passion for community development and, and particularly uh, working in minority communities, uh, trying to uh, do things to build capacity and uplift communities. And so NDC for me was uh, was really uh, uh, a perfect uh, place for me to do my life's work. NDC has been around for about 52 years now. Wow. Uh, yeah, we were born out of the civil rights movement. We were born to do this work. Uh, NDC was developed to um, bring uh, investment to black communities uh, during the civil rights movement. So it was part of an initiative started by uh, 
Senator Robert Kennedy before he was assassinated. He was looking for answers to the problems that we were facing as a country and wow. realized pretty quickly that uh, the lack of investment in uh, low-income communities was a major source of, of the problems that we face as a nation. Wow, that's incredible history. Um, I, I did not realize that uh, that is kind of how this whole organization got oh, yeah. its start. Yeah. Wow. Um, sort of same uh, question for you, uh, Brian, kind of your pathway to, uh, to NDC. Great question. Um, I'm from Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, originally. Been here 11 years. And uh, my pathway is I'm a former realtor, former real estate uh, you know, investor, former general contractor, and found my way to South Florida. Uh, started working in a nonprofit uh, small business counseling area with a major um, uh, organization, the Urban League of Broward County. And so we partnered with NDC, and uh, they helped us get our loan fund, become a CDFI. And that was my legacy for about five years. And I needed to get back out to be an entrepreneur. I had to get out, get, get, get back out there and feel the pulse and feel the beat and feel the pain and understand. And so I left in... Well, there's uh, plenty of pain in it. Yeah, it's plenty of pain, but you know it's rewarding. <laughs> and uh, I left and started my own consulting business in uh, 2020 in the middle of pandemic. And then Joe came and said, hey, um, I sent a bunch of folks that needed their PPP. So we helped. I helped push that through. And as a result of that, I earned my stripes, and they brought me on as a contractor to, right. to be in this and financing um, small businesses, working with them, providing the technical assistance. I'm a former social worker, and uh, I like to say myself, I'm, the, I'm a, a business primary care physician. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Identify like the problems yeah. and things. Uh, you know, I like that. Uh, Dr. Ricardo, that may be a whole certification program. Right. You can start in the, in the college. Yeah, I like that. Uh, well, anyway, again, gentlemen, thank you uh, for your work uh, and, and incredible backgrounds. And, uh, and certainly I'm, I'm appreciative of understanding the history of NDC. Um, being in this uh, small business support and assistance uh, space, I, I certainly knew about NDC, but, uh, but looking forward to the conversation here to really understand all the powerful resources you can bring to small business owners and, and a community. So let's... Again, let's just start uh, with you, Joe. Just kind of give us an overview again of NDC. What are the specific tools, resources uh, that you bring uh, to small business owners and communities? Yeah, we bring a, a, a wide range of resources to communities uh, at NDC. We are a, a, a really a, a community development, economic development uh, organization. We're involved with uh, affordable housing development. We're involved with uh, 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 public-private partnerships. We do. We have one of the preeminent uh, training uh, certification programs in the country for economic development and housing uh, finance professionals. And for the purpose of, of our discussion today, I like to highlight our work with small business lending. For probably about 40 years of our existence, we've been involved with small business lending um, uh, uh, in terms of trying to find creative ways to bring capital to businesses that can't get that, can't get access to the capital that they right. need uh, 
in the traditional markets. And that includes uh, startups, it includes uh, 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 businesses that are, that are new and just trying to uh, get a foothold, uh, uh, and it, it includes established businesses. Right. We're one of a handful of SBA 7A uh, certified lenders in the country that are non-profit organizations and not right. banks. We run several uh, 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 CDFIs, community development uh, financial institutions, uh, that are particularly focused on on lending to it in uh, low-income and minority communities. Uh, we've got we work with. Uh, municipalities throughout the country to set up flexible loan funds uh, that are generally sponsored by local communities and we find ways to leverage those funds to uh, 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 allow them to uh, reach further and um, we want something that we this year well a couple of years ago we started an initiative called the Multicultural Community Investment Initiative. And the whole idea of that initiative was to move away from this sort of transactional relationship with businesses and with communities and to uh, really be more engaged with ecosystem building, working with other local uh, uh, business service organizations in the community. Uh, like SBDCs, we work with SBDCs in pretty much every community we work with, I mean we work in, and all of the other organizations that provide support for businesses try to create sort of a, uh, a uh, seamless network of resources to support businesses. Right. Uh, that is all incredible work, and I can also tell you from, uh, from our vantage, Point at the SBDC, it is all uh, needed and necessary work. So, uh, again, looking forward to to, to leveraging uh, the NDC uh, after this uh, episode of Small Biz Florida. But you're right um, in talking in, in wanting to focus on uh, the financial resources. Uh, we recently did the SBDC recently uh, did some studies um, and kind of focusing on. Um, access to capital. And it's clear that um, minority businesses uh, struggle in getting right. access to capital. So uh, programs like yours are so critically important in making sure that we're getting uh, funding and getting you know small business loans out in those uh, economically challenged uh, marketplaces. So again, kind of kind of drill down a little bit. How does how does a a local uh, specifically minority business? How do they leverage your resources? How do they get involved? Um, how do they start the process with NDC? Great question. Um, as the Florida Relationship Manager, we work with our partners like JMI, uh, SBDC, SBA. Um, we have an organization down in South Florida called the uh, Arrow Group, the Alliance of Entrepreneurship Resource Organizations, and we're a part of that. We get referrals from them. We do cross-trainings. We do affiliate uh, partnerships. And so the cohorts that come out, the folks that are in those classes that are a part of this, get referred to us. We build relationships with them. And at that point, I schedule one-on-one, -on -one, do an intake assessment, roll up our sleeves, where you at? Like a, like a physician does. We check all the vitals, all the pathology, check their numbers, and you know, 
create a process for them where they could, you know, work up to where they need to be in terms of capital. We'll start out with a micro loan. We'll start out with grants. We'll start out with what we need to do and provide the training, um, financial literacy training, you know, QuickBooks. We, we, we talk about operating agreements. We want to make sure that their foundation is strong, just like, you know, I live by the beach. And so to build the superstructures on the beach, you've got to go way down and build that, that, that foundation. So my, my job is to help. We want to help solidify the foundation so that we can begin to, you know, get them access to capital and come back. And after we loan them the capital, we get them the capital, we continue to work with them on a post-loan strategy to make sure we drive business to them. If there's any issues that, that arise, we want to be able to know up front. And the, the other thing is that we don't, joke and tell you, we and you see, we don't give them uh, a rejection letter if there's a no. Um, it's, it's, this is what you need to do to get a yes. So we want to take it back and, and because they've been disenfranchised with, with banks. And so we want to get you to the point where you can get to a regular bank and do normal banking in terms of accessing capital. So that's what we do. Yeah, and that's a great point. And we, we talk about that an awful lot. And in the in the SBDC where we're helping clients get bankable yeah we yeah, yeah there you know, like you say uh, we we tell banks all the time we you, you never have to say no anymore you just have to say we can help you and we know where to send you right, so exactly. yeah great great point and you know we just want to say you know trust the process you know you are like an athlete you want to trust the process and, and, and it will come you just got to do what you got to do we need we do what we need to do that's great. That's great. Uh, NDC, what a great organization. Um, I got a question for you. So um, when, when you go into a community, how do you assess the community? What, what are the tools that you use to determine what that community needs and, and, and who, who do you interact with? That's a great question. Uh, we generally uh, will start with the the. Uh, the stakeholders that are engaged in working with uh, with uh, businesses. So we'll we we initially try to identify all the folks that are out there that are either providing support services for businesses, training for businesses, or and we even talk to banks and say, who are you rejecting and why and, and right. what kinds of uh, you know what kind of need is out there that's unmet. And generally, we find that there's a lot. The banks usually are 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 happy to give you a long list of clients that they've rejected for one reason or another. And those clients generally have, <laughs> unfortunately, one thing in common. They're, they're in low-income uh, areas with tough markets uh, for businesses to operate in, and they're minorities. So it's, it's, we, uh, we try to uh, work through that local ecosystem and and uh, get in where we fit in. Right. Do do you do you actually engage with the municipalities themselves? Do you partner and work with city government and county government? And yeah, absolutely. We have a, a partnership with uh, Broward County Office of Small Business Economic Development, and we have a revolving loan fund through um, that program. We also have the SOAR program that we go through there, and. Uh, we partner with them. We partner with other agencies to be able to, you know, access the clients and provide the training that we need to do. Yeah, those those municipalities actually play a critical role in our programs. We generally rely on them to provide the seed funding uh, to set up these flexible loan funds. I mean, we've got money that we that we can put into a fund that we got and borrow basically from a bank or 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 
get from a foundation or something like that. But right. for the most part, most of our our funds are based on or capitalized by uh, local municipalities that want to uh, serve that community, and uh, they see NDC as a as a resource to be able to do that. And I wanna I wanna ask you it's a tough word. Here we go. The word is grant. Are there grants really? I mean, are, you know, you can imagine as an SPDC uh, every day, uh, someone's in my office saying, I'm here for the grant. Uh, and I, and of course I say, look, I, I personally do not know of any grants, but if you find it, I'm telling you, we'll help you day and night to get it. Are, is, are there any grants out there that are truly dedicated to helping folks start a business? Or do are we just are they using the wrong word? No, I mean, there, no. There, there's several programs. You have to drill down and, and really do your research. Um, NDC is partnering with an organization called Access Helps in uh, South Florida, and they provide a monthly list of grant uh, links. And so I copy and paste it and send it out to my our clients, and I oftentimes help them write the grant. And some of them are pretty easy. Also, too, the municipalities um, during COVID put out sure. uh, small business grants, right. and we were able to successfully help several of them to build up their capacity. Yeah. And also, too, um, help them get forgiven. Some of the some of the grants, you know, you know, it was it was a loan at first. But if you do what you need to do, it will be forgiven. So, yeah, just got to dig down. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's no doubt. And that, again, certainly something we we relay to folks, too, is that during during this very uh, strange time uh, in in small business, there were grants. Now, Uh, all of our municipalities around the Treasure Coast got CARES Act funding and and they did offer small business grants. But but uh, yeah, I mean, that list is uh, that's that'd be the most valuable list in uh, in in small business. I Make sure I get your you. email. I'll share that yeah. with you as well. <laughs> but but folks should understand that that's fool's gold sometimes. Yes. Sure. So there exactly. there are. Yes. I mean, I, it's not. Yeah. It's that's not something that businesses should count on. Right. You don't. Yeah. I thank, mean, thank, thank you, sir. Yes. Something yeah. that's yeah. not going to be available. If you're in business, you're going to have to have a. Uh, a lending relationship and be able to right. manage debt in your business, and we can help people understand how to do that. Right. Uh, but yeah, we w- we don't want people to think that, that that you can just go out and get a grant. And- thank you, thank you, Joe. You you, you got me <laughs> off the hook. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Yes. And, and Brian, you know, uh, being in South Florida, the only thing I can think of, or one of the things that I can think of, is you know the um, the Hispanic and the Haitian community. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a language and a cultural barrier. Well, of course, the cultural barrier is probably not for the Hispanic because, mm-hmm. of course, but but. You know, again, um, so much coming out of Washington, D.C. and coming out from capitals uh, is, is going to be written in English language and, 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 it's, and it's a knowledge base that we already have. Uh, how do you work with um, some of these other uh, minority uh, groups that are, that are wanting to open up their particular businesses? Great question. Um, we work with uh, the Haitian Chamber of uh-huh. Commerce and uh-huh. we work with uh, the Latin community. They have different organizations and Sometimes I'll get an interpreter to come and work with this Spanish family and help them walk them through the documents and, and be a support um, 
provide the support services that we need, the technical assistance. So engaging them, and you'll find that once you once they know you care and yeah. you just roll up your sleeves and work with them, the barriers begin to come down. That's exactly yeah. it. And yeah, and yeah, rolling up those sleeves, yeah. that's exactly Actually, it. I've learned a little Creole, and I know a little Spanish now, nice. so uh, <laughs> it's helping me, you know, be more culturally sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. That's so and, and Joe, I guess uh, you know maybe talk talk to a little bit about maybe the higher level work that NDC does. I mean, you you actually have done some housing projects, economic development projects. Just kind of talk about that higher level NDC work. Yeah, as I, as I mentioned in the opening, NDC is really. Uh, engaged in a lot of different activities uh, in communities so we are we are we are working all over the country and in Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands with communities to do a wide range of economic development activities we do everything from advise and assist with uh, uh, real estate development projects we work with with uh, local governmental institutions to do uh, 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 to do public-private partnership initiatives, right. everything from from building uh, housing projects or you yeah, know, but, but you know, residential. We do yeah. residential. We do commercial. We right. we do uh, uh, public facilities. Nice. Uh, any of those uh, kinds of development activities, NDC is involved with. Um, we've uh, probably done a couple billion dollars in housing over the uh, last 10 years. And, and speaking of housing, you know, this has become such an important and really hot topic. And again, just, you know, give us your thoughts and, and where we may be on the issue uh, from a, from the viewpoint of the NDC, but affordable housing in Florida yeah, is just becoming a you know, big issue. Where, where do you see that issue going? Is NDC going to play a role in affordable housing, do you think? I mean, again, don't don't want to put you on the spot, but what, what are your thoughts on the whole affordable well, we've housing been, issue? We've been committed to affordable housing for the 50 years that we've been ex in existence, and it's been tough for 50 years, and it gets tougher every year as the federal resources dedicated uh, to housing uh, shrink. And the need grows, particularly in markets like Florida, right. where where the growth is exponential and the availability of housing is is uh, rapidly diminishing due to a lot of factors. Uh, right. But the main factor being that there generally aren't enough resources out here to support and subsidize the development of affordable housing. It costs more to build housing than you can rent or sell it. Uh, for two low-income households, so without without uh, public support for those activities, it's tough. So we've been involved uh, uh, in we we manage uh, several funds that invest in uh, affordable housing. Uh, we invest in tax credits. We direct we invest directly in uh, housing development. We work with nonprofit. Uh, organizations. We are training every day. We've, we've just uh, initiated, as a matter of fact, our uh, developer academy 
where we go into low-income communities and identify minority and nonprofit developers and, and teach them the basics of real estate development and then provide the technical assistance that they need to move projects nice. forward. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, you know, again, absolutely excellent stuff. And um, how about with um, emergency management and crisis? So do you work with that at all? So obviously we're helping organizations when things are going okay in our communities, but what happens when there's, you know, here we're in Florida, there's a hurricane, whether you're in Ohio and there's a tornado or wherever it happens to be, um, are, are, you, are you part of that support? Well, not directly. I mean, other than, than supporting the business community and those folks with, with uh, uh, emergency assistance, we played a huge role uh, during the COVID crisis, for instance. We were probably one of the larger uh, 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 deployers of the PPP and IDLE funds. We worked with those organizations that the banks wouldn't work with, for instance. Right. We probably did more PPP lending. Uh, Bridge loans and that kind of. Exactly. Yeah. And then the other thing is that um, I, I do, when we do the one-on-ones and do workshops, I have a program on uh, business resiliency. Uh-huh. Very and, you know, what do you do when you get knocked down on your standing eight count, you know, it's all about resiliency in your business. You're going to have the highs and the lows. Right. Um, so to be able to help them understand and then work through that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, good. So as we kind of wrap up, uh, let me get uh, both of you maybe uh, give us a little information on, um, on uh, where do you think, where are we today in, in minority business ownership? Are things improving? Um, where are we in the marketplace? What, what do you see going on with small businesses? We had, a, we had a young lady who's an accountant on a little earlier. She said, uh, business is good. What do you see uh, out there in the marketplace? I think there's a lot more interest uh, uh, in entrepreneurship, uh, particularly among minorities. Um, in recent years, and I, I think this the whole COVID thing, where people have uh, have decided to are reexamining their priorities in their lives. More people are are taking an interest in entrepreneurship as opposed to going back to the office. And we've tried to respond to that. We've we've, we've uh, developed several programs specifically designed to help. Uh, entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs get started. So we've got we're doing startup financing. That's something that we never did before. Right. We're engaging in micro lending uh, mm -hmm. and yeah. and low cost, flexible micro lending. And micro lending is tough because yes. again, it's yeah. like affordable housing. You're trying to lend money to folks that really can't afford it. Right. So. Most micro lenders are, are the interest rates are pretty high. Right. We're we're doing micro loans at three four percent. Wow, which wow. Is that's just, that's great. Yeah. that's terrific. We've got a couple of programs in Florida that that are really incredible. Brian, you want to talk about SOAR for yeah, a minute? SOAR, the Southern Opportunity Resiliency uh, Fund is a low flex uh, fund. We also include um, profits and for-profit businesses, maximum is 100,000, interest rate between three to four and a half percent, and uh, it's for working capital. We look at past two years' tax returns and see how COVID kind of impacted them. We look at 19, 20, and 2021 and look at their financials and see if they have the capacity to support the debt service and work with them along the way as a result of that. 
and, and talk to us real quickly. Let's make sure, because that is an incredible program. Mm-hmm. There is an upcoming deadline. What, what is the deadline on the SOAR funds? Is it? It's it, kind of in flux. Okay. I mean, they, they, it, at one point, uh, the program was going to end, but it was... Uh, it, it, it was designed for COVID recovery, so it was right. it was scheduled to phase out okay. as we came out of COVID. But there's been so much interest in this program okay, that it's been extended. Uh, we we hope that it'll continue okay. to be extended indefinitely. Okay. We're we're Good. setting up other fun, similar funds along the same. Um, uh, that are set up similar to SOAR. So we expect okay. that this is going to be an ongoing part of our Not good to hear. product yeah. line. All right. So I guess a um, uh, final question. How does one uh, find uh, NDC in Florida? I guess, Brian, you'd be their primary point of contact in Florida. Absolutely. Uh, so how do, we, uh, how do we find you? Well, you can go to ndconline.org. And you can click on Small Business Lending and click on Florida. You can find us that way. Or you can email me at uh, C, as in cat, uh, dash B Cunningham at ndconline.org. Um, and, uh, of course, if you get a hold of George Gatson and Raphael down in SBC, that, uh, down in Boca in South Florida, they can direct you as well. Yeah, so, good, uh, good, good friends of ours, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Joe and Brian, uh, uh, incredible work you're doing uh, for Florida's small business community, specifically Florida's minority small business community. Uh, We appreciate all you do, uh, and uh, hopefully we can help you spread the word a little bit about about the work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been great. Yep, absolutely. And uh, again, this is uh, Small Biz Florida coming to you from the 11th Annual JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. Got our good friend, Dr. Herb Ricardo co-hosting Small Biz Florida and uh, if you listen at all you know who I am I'm just Tom Kindred um, (laughs) Regional Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College so with that uh, stay tuned more segments coming to you from uh, the JMI conference uh, right here in Kissimmee Florida this has been Small Biz Florida created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.